Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner, college football season. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly. If you bet $1 or more on any college football game, did you hear that, Taylor? $200 for free. Wow. Who said money can't be free? That's right. Yeah, I mean... I actually, uh, just when I was driving through Pennsylvania last weekend, placed two bets on DraftKings. Look, look two at future you. bets on the Bills to win the AFC and the Tottenham Hotspur to win the Premier League. Well, so, why, don't you, why don't you tell the people how they could take advantage of this limited time offer right now? Well, so like we said, DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more in any college football game, no matter what. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they're offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And um, oh. oh, sorry, bud. I was just going to say, as an additional thing, as you might, might all know, DraftKings also has daily fantasy with lots of options to play every sport every day. Darn right they do. So you know what they should do, Taylor? Do you know what these people need to do? They need to. They need, they to, need to go to therapy. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's a waste of money. Hey, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, just gamble instead. All right, cut all. This. Great alternative. <laughs> Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive two hundred dollars in free bets when you place a one dollar bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free. $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, we're not going to talk about the Sabres today, but we are going to talk about the Pagulas, and we are going to talk about the Bills, and we are going to talk about where the Bills play now and where they should be playing. Wait, 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 wait. I thought we were going to talk about my idea to move the Sabres out to Lancaster. Why don't you start us off with that, Taylor? T- tell us tell us your plan. Well, there's a lot of development out in Lancaster right now. The market's hot, so you won't be able to get land for cheap. However, you know, you get something out there nice, nice out in the, let's say, a little bit past the Pew type area of Lancaster. Big plot of land. Hopefully just businesses uh, rise up out of there. A lot of ways to get in and out of Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Not so easy to get out of a city that was built for 500,000 people. Much easier to get out of the suburbs. For sure. Uh, and sure. plus... You're coming from the suburbs anyway. So Lancaster, there's not an easier place in Western New York to get in or out of than my favorite suburb. Wow. Um, <laughs> so let's do that. Yeah. Were you were you thinking? I thought we were talk, doing arena talk. I thought that's what you meant. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I did not mean that. I actually meant the other arena stadium that may soon be built, not in Buffalo, for the Buffalo Bills. So... As we had recently found out, we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I think, but uh, it, it had come out that pretty much the ball's moving right now, that a new stadium is going to get built. Negotiations were starting to be happen. We're starting to happen. 
And really the thing that kind of shook everybody was the line about, well, we know that a place like Austin would pay for something like this. Pretty much a veiled threat at relocation when that has been the one thing that Bills fans, Buffalonians in general are, it's a very, very like sore subject, touchy subject for people because that was a real possibility of the Bills moving. And it was something that, Obviously, nobody wanted to see happen. And on top of that, when the Pagulas had come to Buffalo and when and then, of course, when they ended up buying the bills after they already had owned the Sabres, um, you know, one Buffalo started happening and it sort of became this thing where it was like, okay, well, they are keeping the bills in the city like there's no risk of them leaving. They really leaned into it, too. And then it kind of just felt like it all went to shit for the fact that they used that as a negotiating tactic. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of the, you know, expert negotiators on Twitter who have had tons of experience in negotiating billion dollar deals uh, who say, oh, it's just a negotiating tactic. This is just square one, blah, 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 fucking blah. And I don't give a shit, to be honest. I really hate and this is not just like my distaste for the Pagulas talking. It really, really bothered me and still does that a veiled passive threat like that of moving the team to another city because you won't, or like because of how much you don't want to pay for the stadium that you are building for the team that you own. It pissed me off to no end. I know that's the case for, I don't know if I'd say the majority, but a a significant chunk of Buffalo sports fans. I think you're also included in that and didn't appreciate it. And now it has pretty much, you know, in the past week, uh, a PSE spokesperson has said that the thoughts of any renovations to uh, to the Ralph is pretty much not going to happen because of the fact that they are full steam ahead with a new stadium and that it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that it is going to be an Orchard Park rather than being in Buffalo, the city in which the Buffalo Bills are based. So, Taylor, I know I just kind of threw a lot out there, and I know I'm, I probably missed a few things, too. But just generally speaking, feel free to fill in the gaps and, and tell me what you think about everything that's kind of transpired over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't really understand the idea of not being kind of mad at the Pagoulas because the one – not really where I come down on it, but I understand the idea of being like, well, throw your hands in the air, you know. I just want the bills to be here. And if bad things have to happen for that to happen, that's, you know, that's what I really want. And like, I understand where that's coming from, but like the Pagoulas are putting you in that, in that position. There's a few things I want to say. First of all, we're going to name names real quick. The guy's name is Aaron Quinn. He is one of Buffalo's worst take us. <laughs> Isn't it funny that, that there's an overwhelming amount of those who are from Bill's Twitter usually too. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> you know, I don't like Sabres Twitter either because they're just all perverts. Like, I don't, I don't respect you or me. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. I've been founded on. Yeah. But Bill's Twitter is the worst by 10 miles. But I mean, like, there's segments of Bill's Twitter that are good because it's so big. And like, when they got good last year, like, it was a lot of fun in certain segments of it. But there's a lot that's still, like, you know, annoying. And this, this is a guy, I want to go after him specifically because he's the one who got the, the tweet that got the ball rolling and everyone getting mad this morning. And I want to describe why he's wrong. And he, he's, I mean, I could, I could uh, just print out all of his tweets and do that for days, but I'll just do that for this one specifically. Give it to me. Okay. For starters, when I responded to him, he mentioned fans being too emotional. Now this is a really stupid take. That's the whole reason you care about a sports team. 
this this is the only reason you care about the bills is it's it's an emotional response it's not a logical thing to go like my happiness is going to be dictated by how this team does or i'm going to spend the amount of money and time and mental space that i spend on one team because of logical reasons it's always emotional all right so strip that away that's fine now so let's get the stadiums in general particularly football ones uh the football ones in particular are the ones that economists say are the you know worst to put public money into because they serve so little purpose because they're used at their full capacity so little almost all of them Mm -hmm. except for like i believe it's metlife the new meadowlands that the jets and giants play in they all get pretty much used at full capacity 20 or fewer times a year Right. So that's that's why they're bad economic. Not that not that anyone should be paying for any municipality should be paying for any stadiums, really. So when it comes down to it, what what does that mean, really? What does it mean that that is what happens, that cities, counties and states do pony up a bunch of money for these stadiums when billionaires really could and should be paying for them by themselves? Could is kind of the key word there. They can pay for them. They have the money. So what does that really mean? Well, it means that there's the thought that a team can just go, well, we're going to move and then you'll lose reelection because you're the reason we moved. And then there's a, there's a choice to make a lot of times in cities where it's not as obvious, not like Buffalo cities, like San Diego or something like that. Maybe it goes like on a ballot measure or something like that. Do you want to do this? And some places don't care as much about their teams as we care about the bills and savers. So the answer from voters is no, we don't have the money for that. So then those teams probably move other teams successfully uh, swindle the municipality into paying for them. But that's always on the threat of leaving. Otherwise, there's no point. There's no point for There's no reason for like Mark Polencars or Kathy Hochul to just volunteer to pay for this stadium. There's no no incentive for that. The only if if there would be no incentive if the team weren't thinking of leaving, which is the it, it's the whole crux of why are you why would you pay because they would leave. That's the whole thing. And that's the the whole idea of like, hey, Buffalo and New York State needs to think about if they want a team here. Well, that's that's really what you're saying is you, we'll leave if you don't pay a certain amount. You got to meet us halfway, meet us three quarters of the way, whatever they want. That's what they're saying. And if it's really not true and if these are untrue reports, they haven't come out and said that. And it obviously it's been out for a while. Now, I don't think they're going to move. And everyone who says, hey, it'll be fine. The county or and state will just pay. and for part of the stadium and that'll be the end of it and it's like sure that's true that's not good it does make us just like everywhere else it wouldn't make us unique but it's not good it's actually very bad uh and it's unfair it puts the burden on us and third that does even with that they are leading with the will move thing which isn't a good way to lead with it like pull that out in a year if if things aren't moving or six months well don't pull it out at all but if you were going to do it tactically tactically do it then you're starting in bad faith. I don't believe anyone who is like, this is what negotiating's like. I can't believe every negotiation is that hostile and bad faith. I think that's I think that's more of you not knowing what you're talking about. And it's looking at it from the perspective of absolutely zero context, which I think you kind of touched on, but that needs yes. to be said that like it, just saying like, oh, it's a negotiating tactic. It's like, well, no, this isn't just like your everyday like negotiation. And again, for for that guy to be saying like, Oh, well, what experience do you have with like billion dollar negotiations? It's like, what about you, motherfucker? What experience do you have with billion dollar negotiations? Like, exactly. Who the hell do you think you are that you are able to speak on behalf of this city in that way? Like, you are a person online, you yeah. are a Twitter account. Like, 
Get the hell out of here with that. I think the other thing that we need to keep in mind too here is that it's not exactly like, I mean, you and I both love Buffalo, but it is not exactly a booming metropolis of a city by any means. So, you know, when you have these owners who, and I know I'm reiterating a bit here, but it's like when you have these owners who are just unfathomably wealthy, like so wealthy, and then they come here, they buy the Sabres, they buy the Bills, they're preaching this whole thing of unity of one Buffalo, this, that, and the other, while you know that the people who night in and night out, even for the Sabres, for as bad as they are, but even for the Bills too, night in, night out, day in, day out, game in and game out, they are filling up your goddamn stadium and getting ass in the seats. But we're not exactly the richest city in the world. The average median income in Buffalo is not that high. So to, to just out of the gate be asking the city of Buffalo, again, which I cannot reiterate this enough, is not exactly a booming metropolis where people are like making crazy money. And like, you know, like there's a lot of people, a, a vast amount of people who live at or below the poverty line in this city. And yeah. for them, with the amount of money that they have, billions of dollars to their name, to just hang this over our heads and try and make the taxpayers, the people who literally get like, <laughs> For as rabid of a fan base as we are, given the circumstances and everything that is going on in our city, for them to just jump right to that, it is utter bullshit. And I want no person in this city to carry any water for the Pagulas. In doing so, I'm sorry, I don't mean to like sound like, you know, using like internet speed, like it is the most bootlicking bullshit that I have ever heard as a Buffalo sports fan. Like undeniably, it is bullshit bootlicking. For billionaires who have the money to do this, who absolutely like coming out of the gate and asking for it to be entirely funded by the tax by taxpayers and by the like, are you out of your fucking mind to try and stand up for these people? Like, my God, they're not yeah. one of us. Terry and Kim Pagula are not one of us. They don't even right. live here the majority of the year. They don't know how the average person lives. Like, they don't know what it's like to live in the city at all. They don't. I know you want to believe that like they're your best buddy and that they're like looking out for the little guy, but they don't, they do not give a fuck about you, about me, about anyone. There is one thing that they care about Taylor. One thing that these people care about. And what is it? The Pagulas only want one thing and it's disgusting. It's no, they care about money. They care about money. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So also, so like, I guess to, kind of your point here if you were an erie county taxpayer or you pay state income tax so like even if you rent in some ways you know you are paying erie county taxes and if you work in new york state you're paying state income taxes that means that the pagulas are negotiating with you when they negotiate with pulling cars and kathy hokel okay. they're the politicians are just your representative obviously in this situation so they're negotiating for your money not just not just deciding where your football team will play in the future now i mean like I should, we should probably both say that the moving thing, I don't see it happening. No, they're going to get a stadium built because Austin is never happening. Jerry Jones is like, Jerry Jones runs the NFL. He's a commissioner. Basically he's not letting a team go to Austin. No shot. Yeah. And there's, there's kind of a shortage of other good options. I don't think Toronto is as appealing of an option as it once was for the NFL. So, so again, but, but even to that point too, like you're really going to let these people who live beyond means any of us can even fathom, like bend you over the barrel and make us pay for all of this. Get the yeah. fuck out of here with that. And I'm sorry for the profanity. I try, I've been trying to watch it lately with swearing, but like, 
this really pisses me off to no end. Like it is bullshit. And I'm sorry. Like if you're sticking up for them, you want to say it's a negotiate, whatever your, your weird rationale is like, you are wrong. You are wrong. Wholeheartedly, undeniably wrong. These people like are not operating in good faith. Like you said before, and for anybody to try and stick up for them and say that this is a negotiating tactic or it doesn't matter. You are wrong. Sorry. Yeah, it's 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 embarrassing a lot of this stuff, but it's it's also like the way I was thinking about it today is so we're at a point where in American cities you either put a good amount of money, way too much money towards a stadium or team moves. So like in this case we'll be putting the money towards a stadium in all likelihood. I don't know how much it'll be, but it'll be too much. So that means that you have a choice or you want to do here what you're going to do with a stadium. So to me, the only way to really, really upgrade in a way that makes sense for how huge of an investment this is, is to put the team downtown. There's And there's drawbacks and there's risks with that. And there's a huge, huge question of where would it go? I mean, you could try to build something of an arena district like other cities have, which would be nice. You could put, I mean, downtown's not very big. So wherever you put it, you're basically making an arena district. Uh, but downtown the only way it really works for me is if it's a convention center. So it's domed or retractable, one of the two. And you have other events. I know Buffalo doesn't, Buffalo isn't like Indianapolis. Indianapolis is one of the big success stories with their stadium. They definitely got public funding as well, build it as a dome when Peyton Manning was there. And they, it's, it's basically their convention center. So they'd have to be our convention center too. Our convention center is obviously old and outdated, if you are looking at Buffalo and the, the population of the region and the kind of events we get, you'd say some, you want something between the size of what we currently have and a brand new NFL stadium. Mm-hmm. Sure. But this is what you'd have to make do with. I don't know if you're going to build a convention center and a stadium. I mean, I don't know, but we'll, we'll see, but I, I would doubt it. Put it uh, either, like I said, roof or retractable and try to get everything like that's the centerpiece of your downtown now, wherever it goes. Mm-hmm. And that, that would be the way you have to do it. Like there's, I don't, I don't see another way you can put it downtown without that being the case. Now I also would like to address people saying about getting out of downtown uh, being hard and like. Cause getting out of Orchard Park, you know, yeah. like the cakewalk, it's, it's so easy. It's not like you're sitting in traffic for hours. Come on. It's the same thing. You're just, you're just, and it will be the same thing when this new stadium is built. It's going to be the exact same thing. I disagree with it being the same thing, because if you think about it from the downtown aspect of it, if you're putting it down and you do have this arena district, I know that our public transportation in the city is, is embarrassing at best, but like it exists still and it can be usable and you can easily have people park like, and I mean, even, even still like. May, I know we're talking about in, like putting more money into something, but then maybe that leads to investing further in public transport in the city. Like the, re, the, the train runs like straight up main street. And I mean, people do that all the time for like canal side concerts. And so if you're having it in that same district, I mean, that is an easy Avenue right there where you can circumvent a lot of the traffic that you would not be able to do in Orchard park because there's nothing of the sort like that, like in, in around there at least. Yeah, it, and it's 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 a little bit better. I agree. I just mean that like there will be traffic. Obviously, there's traffic oh, at every state. Undeniable. That's this undeniable. is an NFL thing. It's there's seventy thousand seats. Maybe maybe it's a little bit smaller when we build this one. It's in like sixty five thousand. I don't know, but that's there's no way around it's it. Inevitable. Like you're yeah. gonna have to wait no matter what. <laughs> yeah, like, people are, people is. people erroneously erroneously 
complain about Sabres traffic. And I have to say, that makes you look real small time. Well, real small town vibes right there, complaining about Sabres traffic. I Sabres traffic is that. not bad. It's nothing. And on top of that, too, I mean, that's just so emblematic of Buffalo that, like, it, it, I, I mentioned this before in, like, a tweet. I think I might have said it on here, but uh, – James, James, uh, who used to be with Curziel, I think his name, who used to be with yeah. had He went had to a, our high school. Did he really go to time and no shit? I believe so. I hope had I'm not a wrong. Great tweet that perfectly just encapsulated the Buffalo attitude, which is if you want to be a big city, you got to do big city shit. And yeah. people in this city complain about things, about Buffalo, like not having enough amenities, not this, not, you know, just being insufficient. But in reality, like there's, there's going to be some kind of a, a trade-off or a cost to that. And so it's like, w- when we're talking about this, it's like, what do you expect? Like, do you want Buffalo to like grow and progress? Oh my God. We're talking about fucking traffic from a giant football stadium that is going to be in the middle of a city center. I don't care where you live. I'm sure in every other, every other football for every other stadium, they have to deal with bad traffic too, especially obviously the ones that are based right in the city, which is a lot of them. So like you're yeah. going to deal with that regardless. Like it, that is something that no matter what team you root for, what stadium you go to, traffic is going to be inevitable. Yeah. I, I have more, but do you have more you wanted to go on on that? Well, I guess the other thing is talking about downtown is kind of a boot point. Cause it seems like it's hundred percent not happening, but, I, but it's so frustrating though. Like it, it yeah. It, and, and listen, and you're right. You made a really great point too, that like, there are a lot of risks. It, it's undeniable, but there's also risks with putting in an orchard park and doing what they're about to do. Like <laughs> the plan of them building pretty much like another stadium across the street and then not having it be retractable and only getting use out of this like billion dollar like investment for four months of the year like that's a huge risk i mean like let's talk about that you know but when you're talking about putting it in the middle like in downtown creating this arena district like you said before having a retractable roof or just having it straight up domed like it makes so much sense because you like you said can turn it into a convention center that's something that a lot of people have brought it up because Let's be honest, like the Buffalo Convention Center right now is pretty obsolete when you look at it compared to other cities. And this gives you the opportunity then to be able to house smaller scale events. Like I'm not saying, you know, stuff for like 100 people or something like a birthday party, but like, you know, like smaller to medium scale sized events. You're not going to fill it up, but at least you're still getting some use out of it 12 months out of the year, like year round. And then I, I think also too, not to pivot too much if we wanted to still talk about it, but to like the dome versus not dome point, like 15 years ago, if you would have asked people that whether we should do that or not, the like majority of people were like, no, we don't want a dome, you know, play through the elements. That's what Buffalo is all about. You know why people feel that way? Because we sucked. We were terrible. I'm telling you now, like we're really good. We are one of the best teams in the NFL, undeniably. And looking at the way that our roster is built right now, it's going to be the case for a while. So I don't want a game in Buffalo, a playoff game in December or January that really matters to come down to who can do the best job of not slipping when it's a goddamn blizzard outside. Like if you are a good team, you're going to want to beat teams with elements not having any bearing on what the outcome of the game can be. If you suck, then like, yeah, of course, that makes it more entertaining. It's fun. Like the snow games are fun. Don't get me wrong. Like they totally are. But like, I'm telling you right now, if 
it's Bills Chiefs in the AFC Championship next season, and it's a blizzard outside. Do you? I mean, maybe not that, but like, do you really want to run the risk of like a game coming down to like Stephon Diggs slipping because right. it's, there's snow everywhere? Or like Trey White falling over because he can't keep up because he fell over a mound of snow that was building up down the field. Like, I don't want, like, I know it's fun, but like, I don't want the elements to be a part of, of games that are going to matter because this team is good now. Like I fully admit like 10 years ago, I probably would have said, yeah, like that. I mean, there's no end, no hope in or end in sight to this misery, but like, at least it can be fun being outdoors and like, you know, games that matter down the stretch in the snow. Like it's a really special atmosphere. There's big games that, I mean, we've seen it with like Green Bay before and like other teams, but like, I don't want that. Like if we're going to be really good, I want us to be able to be at 100% full strength and beat another team without any kind of elements getting in the way that could hamper us or the other team for that matter, because like, it's going to be a level playing field. Yeah. You're both going to have to be dealing with it, but like when you're as good as the bills are right now, don't you want to just be able to beat people by how talented you are? Does that so, make yes, here, see, here's the thing too. So there's this idea out there. Uh, it's more like a collective delusion that it, if teams that play in cold weather, somehow in it have an advantage over teams that come from warm weather places when you have cold weather games, it's super not true. The dolphins have won multiple times or it's not recently, obviously with Josh Allen. Yeah. The dolphins won multiple times up here throughout the drought in December in embarrassing fashion. Part of this is because players, players are mostly young and they mostly, most players grew up in the South or California. They don't really, a lot of players don't come from cold weather climates. Uh, and the other thing is like they, in a lot of them, that's where they play college as well. So like they're relatively new to it and they practice inside. So you only, only play a couple cold weather games a year here. Like it doesn't sound like it's freezing in October and November or it's not snowing. Uh, so that's, if you look at the bills, win percentage throughout the drought, when it's cold and warm, like there's, there's not any like real distinction there. So people go, well, they weren't good. Good teams take advantage of that. In the nineties bills, every fan from back then likes to talk about how tough they were and how they, you know, it's too cold for them. It's just right for us. All that. Well, you know, they also won when it was warm out. They won a lot in those four years. They went 13 and three twice and 12 and four twice and went to four straight Super Bowls. So like, of course they did. You know, of, of, they were, of course they won in the cold. They won in the warm. There's no distinction there. So like, th- th- yeah. So the weather thing's kind of dumb. Th- the problem I have really is like, when it comes down to it, what we're actually looking at is new stadium across the street. So pretty similar footprint, all that stuff. Sure. I don't know what's going to happen. The old stadium, whatever, but what are you doing? What is going to be different enough to justify $1.4 billion in costs, more than half of which is paid for by the taxpayers. Now, if you want to do this with all your own money, then whatever, do whatever you want. It's your money, but they're not. So they're asking for our money. So as someone who's some of our money, a small amount of money is going into it what are we getting out of this? Mm-hmm. Like, what is everyone getting out of this? And there's upgrades, obviously from a stadium that was built in 1973. It's so that's part of it. Upgrades from that, maybe some better uh, other amenities, maybe better seating, more comfortable, all that stuff. Sure. Is it worth $1.4 billion? Cause you're not getting and or whatever taxpayers end up paying. You're not getting any more concerts than you did before. You're not getting any more events than you did before. None of, none of that is changing. You're out in Orchard Park. 
Yep. And not like I said, that's we were already be limited by that, especially if it uh, is not a dome. We'd be limited by the amount of events we could have anyway, and limited by our region, even if we did make it a convention center. So forget any of that. <laughs> what are we really getting out of it? And the Pagulas can look at it and just be like, we're getting pressured to build a new stadium by the league, so we're going to do it. And then we could charge maybe more for tickets or more for season tickets, more for boxes, whatever, and make some money off of it and have all you suckers pay for it. And that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So to be like, I'm not going to get mad about the business of the NFL, that's stupid. Very dumb. Like, I'll say this. You know, this is a good example. This To me, this is a perfectly fair example, too. People steal all the all the time. People have stolen all throughout history. People, Someone's stealing something right now. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't get mad if someone's stealing from you. It's me. I just stole your identity. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes, in a lot of ways, stealing is uh, the way of the world, much more than swindling the public is to uh, finance football stadiums. It's a lot longer history of stealing. But I don't think that makes stealing right. Right. And I, uh, It's just an absurd absurd way to look at life and i think you're an embarrassing person if you want to now like i said before if you just go i just really want the bills to be here i am not going to care too much what happens i understand that stop getting online and defending these people stop arguing with people who are fucking right i'm right again i'm always right (laughs) except about josh allen that's true and a couple other things one or two i thought mark pizza could be better honestly maybe hey there's still a chance yeah Jesus. No, man. You're, I mean, you're right. It, it, it hits the nail on the head. They're, like it, anybody who says, I just want the bills to be here. No questions asked, whatever. That's fine. But like I said before, do not carry water for these people when they don't deserve it at all. They don't. I mean, we've even seen this so much and you and I have talked about this on the show. And even just like, while we've been hanging out, like people really overblow what the Pagulas have done for Buffalo. Like, there's some pretty out there things that people will just like blow up and say that the Pagulas did when it didn't happen. And then also coinciding with that, they conveniently leave out the things that are really bad that they've done, like overextending themselves like tenfold and then having to sell a bunch of stuff off because they haven't been able to keep up with all of the things that they've tried to take on their plate. So there's just no reason to like, yes. And I said at the top of the show, like, they uh, because i know all of these bills bills twitter salivates over making sure that we give them credit for keeping the bills in buffalo and it's like yes they did undeniably they didn't do it for the sabers make no mistake about that i still see that getting brought up every once in a while and it's just wrong but they did do that they but even now it's like they're that quick to potentially pull the rug out just as like a negotiating tactic like come on yeah you a fucking break so where do we go yep. from here, Taylor? Um, uh, to the bar. Good. To the bar? To the bar. Let's do it. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna get real mad and loud on on Friday when we end up in a bar somewhere and just angrily talking about these fools. Uh, Taylor, do you have any recommendations that you would like to share with our our listeners? Um, you know what? I watched a movie called The Hunt. Uh, it was another one of those movies that got screwed by the pandemic. It came out, but not really. It was out for like a weekend and then theater shut down. So it was oh, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny, interesting movie. Kind of horror, Jason. Very nice. I actually, speaking of movies too, I just saw the movie Free Guy uh, yesterday night. And I was very very pleasantly surprised i went into it thinking that it was going to be like 
dumb humor, Ryan Reynolds, just like a, a weird kind of comedy. I had very, very low expectations. And I was really impressed by not only the humor, uh, the cast was really good. The, the writing was really good, but also there were some good twists in it. And just the concept of it in general, I just felt was extremely, extremely interesting. And so I would highly recommend it. If you, uh, if you like, you know, fun, fun humor, Ryan Reynolds and, and some other good, uh, good casting decisions in there. Taika Waititi is in it. Uh, the dude who plays Steve from Stranger Things is in it as well. He's one of the main characters. Um, there is a next level, next level cameo in the final scenes of the movie, the final minutes, it's only like a quick five seconds, but it is just, just the most unbelievable thing. But no, it was really good. Like I legitimately, it was, it was one of the first times that like, I feel like I had, I'd seen a, like a new comedy movie that I had some like legitimate, like uncontrollable burst out belly laughs. Like there were, there was some really good humor in there and some really good writing. And so if you're looking for, for a good flick to go see at the movies, I, I highly recommend checking out Free Guy. Good stuff. I might do it. You should. All right, everybody. Well, thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics. Hopefully we will have some news on the Sabres soon, whether that would be a Jack Eichel trade, even though that seems less and less likely by the day uh, for whenever it will end up happening. I don't know. Uh, or a Rasmus Dahlin extension, which seems more and more likely, hopefully by the day. Uh, but there should be some stuff coming up uh, within the next couple of weeks or so. And if not, well, the season is literally right around the corner. So as we had said last week, make sure, though, in the meantime, that you guys are just enjoying the end of summer and, and not putting too much thought into these fools. But anyways, though, thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure you're checking out the Hockey Podcast Network and Buffalo Fanatics on their respective websites and whatever your streaming platform of choices and checking out the tons of great content that they're putting out there. Follow them on social media. Follow us, Straight Up Sabres, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We will be back with a new episode on Monday. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Have a great weekend, everybody. This has been Straight Up Sabres.